Peter Fabricius, an independent journalist and analyst on foreign policy issues, has been monitoring this story closely and joins us now on the line. Always a pleasure, Peter. Good morning to you. What do we know about the, the reasons for the delays of these talks? Yeah, hi, Simonzila. Um, yeah, look, they're talking about logistical. It sounds to me like logistical is a bit of a euphemism in this case because mm. there seems to be quite a lot of um, criticism that I'm I'm hearing that they've they've you know the organisers went about this quite um, quite well. Someone even said as strongly as kind of unprofessionally. You know that it, a lot of people were not consulted. You know the TPLF, which is obviously absolutely key. They the uh, the antagonist, the, the the group that's fighting the government. They they said in their letter, if you you sort of provisionally accepting the invitation, that they hadn't been consulted. I'm hearing that Kenya as a government hasn't been consulted. That the US, EU, and AU. I don't know. It's it's a bit it's a bit co- uh, confused about who you know who know who's in the know and who's not in the know, mm. and so I think that that's probably what's led to the fact that this couldn't happen starting from today. When you have, I suppose you you know you you have a, a mix of uh, uh, some very notable individuals um, with uh, you know enormous experience um, both on the continent, internationally as well, um, experience in, in governance as well. You would you would think again it would be better handled. Where when your view, mm. Peter, might, might the the issue perhaps uh, or the, or the problem have have started here? Given now we're at this point where the talks um, are, are not happening, and we're not quite sure when they may happen. Yeah, look. To be honest with you, there's there's quite a lot of confusion here. I mean, I so the the invitations, as we know, were sent out by, by Musa Faki Mohammed, you know, the 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 chairperson of the AU Commission, African Union Commission. But the the in spite of that, there seems to be some suggestion that the AU, as in the membership, were not kind of consulted. You know, like the, mm. I believe the Peace and Security Council, for example, which represents the members. So there seems to have been I don't know. You know, it, it, it just seems to be a, a somewhat kind of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, impulsive um, in, initiative. Uh, you know, I, for example, the, the U.S. Uh, Special Envoy for the Horn of Africa, Mark Hammer, has been going backwards and forth in Africa for the last couple of months mm. trying to put something like this together. So when I hear somebody telling me, somebody close to the press is saying the U.S. is not consulted, I'm I'm shattered. You know, I'm like, what, what does that actually mean? You know, I, I thought he was behind the organization. So it's, it's it's a little bit unclear who or who all were involved in this in, in putting out this invitation. Can you can you say more also about what the the US's interest um is also when uh, you know re- regarding the, these talks and, and and broadly on peace and security in in the Horn of Africa? Well, I don't think a lot of people are always suspicious of US interest. I don't think that they have any sinister interest in 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 this. I mean, I think they would like to see peace. They they do they do a lot of people do tend to turn to them for assistance with um with these kind of initiatives. And so, yeah, I don't uh they they seem to have some credibility um, as a as 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 an honest broker as an interlocutor between both sides. They you know Hammer was talking to both the government and Addison, also to the TPLF and Mekele. So you know uh, that's why it was it was assumed I think that they were quite inter, you know integral to the the planning of these talks. But it's not it now it's become quite unclear about who who's who's on side and who's not on side. These would essentially be talks about talks, isn't it? Right, we're still very much yeah. in, in the early days of, of trying to to resolve this conflict. Yeah, there would be. So, so the object, I'm sure, would be um, so firstly to 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 get a cessation of hostilities, a ceasefire of some sort, to stop the fighting, so that um, 
then they could sit down, you know, in, 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 a, in a calmer atmosphere and, and discuss the underlying issues. Um, so always with these kind of negotiations, there's, there's a whole lot of differences of opinion about what is a precondition and what is, what is something that will be put on the table when the negotiations begin. And I think that's, that's going to be a big issue here as well, you know, because the, TPL, the TPLF um, doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't really want to talk while they say, they're in a state of siege because the government in, in Addis has cut off their supply. You know, the other big issue, by the way, is, um, and, and it, I, I see it hasn't been discussed in the last few days, but originally the TPLF was strongly opposed to Abbasanjo, actually, uh, as, as a mediator. And I see that I, I did see some commentary from someone on their side saying that that's still their position. Uh, I don't know what the, the reason is. They just seem, for some reason, seem to think that he's biased in favor of uh, the government and Addis. And so that is, you know, that is another a, a question here that, um, you know, if, if you look at the letter that they wrote back, the TPLF, to re respond to the invitation and to accept it in principle, they were also asking about who else is involved. Well, I mean, you know, so mm -hmm. there's, there's some concern about the framing of this. All right, Pat Peter, let's park it there this morning. Thank you very much, independent journalist and analyst.